Welcome, Pathfinders, to the Find the Path podcast, actual play of the Mummy's Mask Adventure Path, episode 49. We're so close. We're so close to death. No. Uh, not, <laughs> not what I meant. Thank you. There's a hippo. <laughs> there is, in fact, a hippo. Yet, when last we left our party, all of you had, uh, well, Sudi had a brief conversation with the Viper, uh, kind of catching up on things. I hate that guy. Uh, oh, that guy. That guy. He's, he invades my personal space and like I have personal space issues. Oh, he's just overly friendly. It's a power play. Friendly. Uh, yeah, it is. It's uncomfortable. So puts you on the back foot. He discusses with you about his missing son, yep. whom he had asked you to go and find. He then provided you with the location in the dead city where the apparently in faded, the middle of all the ghouls. Yes, the faded had set up their own little hidey hole in yeah, the middle of the ghoul we market. Specifically told by the voices of the spire not to go to there because yes. it was too many ghouls. There are too many ghouls, but they did not get that message because. Or even if they did, they probably don't care. Yeah, probably. Maybe they have some way of keeping them out. Yeah, no one goes here. <laughs> the last place anyone looked for us. It always just, it makes me think of the whole Dracula thing where, or any of those classic gothic horror things that there's the villagers that always tell you, it's like, don't go here. I think they do it in Young Frankenstein also. And then the oh, dumb corners yeah. go where everybody says, don't go. Yeah. Yep. They just give you a holy yeah. symbol of phrasma and tell you good luck. Well, you know, Jim, he didn't listen and now there's no Jim. Yep. <laughs> Jim shouldn't have come to Syrian. That was his first mistake. Yep. Following that, you had all made your way out into the market. I believe had bought and sold some gear, prepped yourselves, got mm-hmm. some new fun stuff, mostly to boost your armor classes mm-hmm. before making your way to the Temple of Wajet, meeting with the high priestess there. She had introduced you to a... Ferryman? Yes. Amenetris, the ferryman who had had a brief discussion with all of you and you're just being like, oh, okay, this guy seems pretty nice. He brought up a noble woman of which I think it was on Eurus recognized was the... Uh, it's an Akintepi. Yes, one of the daughters of the... Wait, Akin- no, Akinti. Yeah. Yes. Akintepi is Akintepi. the two... Oh, yeah. yeah, I was, was going to say, I was like, well, Heather, Heather said a word and then suddenly all my things started going. Uh, yes. yes. Who was the daughter. oldest daughter of the Akinti, Akinti. not Akintepi family? Because otherwise Akintepi has been doing things for a while. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But uh, we helped him out by, do, by helping sesh. him with... Uh, do a little poetry. Yes, mm-hmm. you had had a little poetry session with him, which you'd come up with a decent poem to deliver to his, uh, I guess, lady fair. And one of those it's times beloved. we wish we had a bard with uh, perform poetry. So yeah, after a little slam poetry session, all of you had decided to continue making your way. You're heading over to the Ubet's Folly. So exciting, everyone. Uh, a large sphinx-shaped fortress on an island out in the River Sphinx. Yep. That should be the... Super secret entrance to the necropolis. Yes. To allow all of you to finally enter into the necropolis and hopefully deal with this problem head on in the way that adventurers do. Side on, really, because we're sneaking in, like, not through the front gate, but like through the side entrance. So You're coming in through the sally port. We're doing a flank attack. Well, not literally the sally port, but yes. Before we had stopped, however, you'd finish your discussion. I believe it was specified that Sudi had taken the paddle mm-hmm. because Onuris needed to write down the poem yes. Yes. as a large water horse, a.k.a. a hippopotamus. Not to be confused with a seahorse. That's what I always think, or when a I kelpie. think of water horse. Yeah. Or a kelpie, yeah. I'm just giving you the Grecian translation. Yeah, that's hungry, true. Hungry it's actually really hard to find. Uh, like If you start trying to like Google stuff, on, and, I, and maybe it's because I Google fantasy stuff all the time, I start putting in hippo, and it's like hippocampus? Yeah. Hippogriff? You know, I was just like, no, I just want a freaking hippopotamus. Regular For Christmas. A regular old animal that it sweats out blood everywhere to keep itself cool. One of those normal animals. <laughs> wait, wait. 
which that's considered normal, everyone. That, well, that's Af- the world we live in right now. People make a lot of jokes about Australia having some weird freaking animals, but Africa's got its own fair share of weird there's, animals. There's a couple of weird ones for sure. Just look at the giraffe. Anyway, <laughs> they are they are pretty adorable. They're, they're strange yeah. purple tongues. They're basically brontosauruses like reimagined as mammals. Yeah. Yeah. A U brontosauruses. <laughs> <laughs> so as we had begun though, you know, we'll just kind of jump into this. I cast calm animals. We have to ex- uh, We have to like <laughs> initiative that. I'm going to need an initiative. There will be a surprise attack round. However, only Isra uh, and on Hurt made <laughs> oh, their perception roll to notice the approach <laughs> of the hippopotamus. The animals are like, ah! ah! <laughs> we do not have good instincts, clearly. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Dang, Isra's ready. I'm so not ready, guys. I mean, Sagira's pretty ready, but Isra's Oof. like, gosh darn. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty average. Oof, I rolled terribly. Isra got you. <laughs> well, good for Isra. Keep a little sirenscape here. Little combat music as we get things started. Ah, oh, it's epic. Epic combat music. <laughs> nice, love it. Thanks, Ben Looms. Benny. Oh. So. All right. All right. <laughs> That's one fast hippo. Uh oh. All right. Segura. Nineteen. Ezra has a twenty-four. Ezra was ready. Sudi Kantar. Sudi doesn't like the water and gets a six. Sounds about right. Citra. Citra's. Citra's probably a little bit wary because she doesn't really know how to swim. She only got a 16. Okay. Onuris, Olympic swimmer. Uh, yeah, right. Onuris <laughs> um, gets a 17, and on her it gets a 9 because he's a bird and water. <laughs> how do you fight the water when the thing is also, bigger than you? Also, he could be a, sni- a snack. Oh, he's, like, small. Oh, he, he could be a snack. He is snack-sized. He is, is he the snack that smiles back? He's the snack that bites back. <laughs> the snack that bites back. On her it. Do-do. So, for the surprise attack round. See how fast this hippo is. <laughs> right? Shockingly. I, I imagine it probably has a really good swim speed. I mean, if he goes before Israel, he's real fast. Uh, yeah, in the water, they're crazy Surprise fast. attack round, Israel has first initiative. Well, she may take either a move or standard action. She is within reach of the hippopotamus if she wants to make a, a bite or claw attack. I think she's going to do that thing that all cats do when scary water creatures come around, where they, like, boop up and they do, like, a cha-cha, and they, like, <laughs> paw, <laughs> like, bat at. Like, you know, cats versus crocodiles. You know? like, like the double punch. <laughs> like the, yeah, they, they, the they, they double Tap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, but she can only do one of those because it's surprise tap. Yes, but she is gonna claw it, not bite it in the face. Because all right, I, I feel like she'd fall out of the boat. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. She launches forward with the claw. She rolls really bad, <laughs> and gets an eight. <laughs> it's black footed. An eight will hit the. F- hey. no. <laughs> Just joking. Oh, <laughs> don't do that. That's so disappointing. Yeah. An eight will not hit the flat footed hippo. She, She's too quick about it. She like doesn't no, actually she, she make hit, contact. Yeah, she hits it, but she doesn't have the claws out. Really, she's just kind of like, go away, just wipe, wipe. go away. Uh, as a it. fun side note, the hippopotamus flat for Lacey, same as its regular AC. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Fair it enough. It does nothing. Dang it, natural armor. That brings us to the hippo, and this is where that little trade-off is going to come in. Who needs the boat? Jordan, I need you to make a profession sailor check. I don't think he has And if that. you don't have that... It is just your oh. wisdom score. Hey, you got wisdom. I do have some wisdom. Okay. Uh, I rolled perfectly average to give myself a 12. All right. All right. I'm going in the drink, everyone. I think we're all going in the drink. So the hippo... He's going to knock us ...bursts right forth, surprise attack action, and uses his extraordinary 
capsize <laughs> oh, special ability. Get to the shore, everyone. The hippo dives forward, lets out a terrific hippo roar, slams into the side of your small vessel as it capsizes sideways, flipping on its side as Bro. all of Dang you it. spill out into the murky Sphinx River. That's problematic. Freaking hippo. Does the ore double as a core uh, staff? On her, it is not within reach, so I imagine takes to the wing. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's going to be like, um... The boat starts to capsize, and on her, it just kind of flies <laughs> off into the air. On her, it's like, no. Like, good luck. <laughs> I'm assuming on her, it just had, like, the stay command. Probably. Or, yeah. Or guard or watch or something. I don't oh, know. But which one? Uh, no, can't do all of the above. <laughs> what command was on her having while well, he was just sitting up know. on top of the mast? He has guard. That'd be the most Okay, so you just had him on watch. So, mm-hmm. Alright, so he flies out and will turn to attack the hippo on its turn. I think everyone should swim for the shore, guys. Hey, yeah, guess who doesn't know how to swim? Just try. <laughs> I really wish I had like. Grab onto uh, the cat. It knows how to swim. I really hope he can. We're actually not that too terribly far from shore. I think if we get to shore, we'd be better off. We're probably That's still in a uh, current. Oh, most definitely. I don't want this to be the one where Sudi, where Sigur gets eaten by a hippo. <laughs> I don't think they have swallow hole. That seems a bit much. I don't know. They got big old mouths. Now, if it was a dire hippo. <laughs> they got big so, old mouths, man. They have a big old mouth. They don't the have death The correct hole. term is behemoth hippo. Oh. oh. Fancy. That's what this is? No. No, this, no, this is, is a regular hippo. Oh, okay. You don't want to mess with the behemoth hippo. <laughs> That's a level 20 hippo. <laughs> uh, CR 20 CR hippo. CR 20. It's got class levels. <laughs> I will say, though, baby hippos are like the absolute most adorable thing ever. They're a trap. Yeah. Because you're like, yeah. oh, cute baby. And then the mama's like, eat you. <laughs> so, round one of combat begins. There are a couple of things to keep in mind. We're all drowning. For this combat. We're Not yet. As we go to round one of combat, Isra need, immediately needs to make a swim check. She has pretty good swim. Yeah. She gets a 24 swim. 24. Very well. So Isra is good. With her 24 swim, she is being swept 10 feet down the river. Toward however, the, hippo? the opposite direction. With her swim check, she can choose to use 10 feet of her movement. She has a number of feet that she can move with her successful swim check as a move action equal to half of her movement speed. Which I think is pretty freaking fast. She's got a 50 normally, so 25. Yeah, so she can use 10 feet of her 25 feet of movement to just choose not to move, just as a move action. She is currently under the water, so she can surface as part of that. That isn't moving more than like five feet, so it's not also going to provoke an attack opportunity. So effectively, she can use a move action to stay where she is, surface, taking a breath, and still has a standard action remaining. She will do this, and then she will bite the hippo. For those of you that are underwater, the water here is murky. Oh, well, that's a... Okay, so that could be worse. Right. The hippo is currently on the surface. She bites that hippo after coming to the surface. So Isra bursts free, lets out a rare. Uh, she gets a 17. A 17 will strike the hippo. Hey. For max damage of 10. 10 points of I damage. That is actually it, so. a vicious hit. That's the best she can do, so. So the cat bursts free from the water, digs in both of her claws, and chomps down onto the side of the hippo's face. Yeah, she's not happy. Ooh. I mean, she's a leopard, so she's cool in the water, but she's not happy about this hippo. Yes, this classic, it's basically like a National Geographic thing <laughs> going on right now. It's leopard versus hippo. Yeah. The only thing that needs is like a tree that the leopard fell out of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And some British guy standing on the shore narrating the whole fight. <laughs> now, as you watch here, you see the hippo rising from the riverbank. To eat these adventurers who had it coming. That will bring us to the hippo. Uh-oh. Oh, gosh. It's, uh, it's going to go for a bite. <laughs> it may hit with a 19. Who's it biting? Isra. Oh, yeah, it hits. 
Yeah. With barely, barely. So as Isra's like grabbed onto the side of its head, it unhinges its massive maw before chomping down. Oh gosh, my kitty. Chomping onto Isra for 18 points of damage as its jaw clamps shut and blood sprays forth out into the water, clouding it even further. That's fully half of her hit points. Uh-oh. Just not pleasant. That will bring us to Sagira. Sagira's not happy about that. I guess Sagira has to swim, right? Yes, you'll need to make a swim check. Okay, she gets a 21. A 21, so she succeeds. Half of her movement speed is 15, I imagine? Yes. Very well, so she can use 10 feet of that 15 to stay where she is uh, and can surface if she wants to surface and get in a breath. Yeah, she needs to surface. So she bursts free onto the surface, takes in a breath. Um, and then she will... Are you going to punch it? I guess she's going to try to punch it right in the eye because I don't have the action to draw a weapon. Yeah, I don't imagine we were all writing out. poetry with our weapons out. Uh, as you are in the water, uh, it is a minus two penalty on your attack roll okay. for using a bludgeoning weapon. Uh, she'll also kick on elemental assault. Oh, and she'll know something about this hippo, probably. Yeah, you can make a knowledge nature for the hippo if you wish. Uh, 15? A 15. You recognize this. As a hippopotamus. I would hope that all of us know that this is a hippo. I don't think I've actually delved much into this. Uh, I'm a big fan of using the rules because standardly the DC is 10 plus the challenge rating of the creature. I'm always a big fan of reducing the DC to 5 plus challenge rating, which is for a common creature if it's an animal from the region you're in. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I would also be perfectly fine if you guys somehow got teleported into the crown of the world, making it a 15 plus challenge rating to recognize a polar bear or something. Because that's not something you guys do. Bears don't look like that. It looks uh, so regardless, you do in fact recognize a hippopotamus. It is commonly known as the ill-tempered river horse and has a well-earned reputation for hostility despite the fact that it is a herbivore. It's very mean. This <laughs> is territorial. You may actually ask two questions pertaining towards the hippopotami. Special attacks. Special attacks. How will it kill us? It has two special attacks. First off, it is capable of capsizing. Yep. Uh, yep knocking over that. small boats. <laughs> very good. Yeah. It is very good at that. Basically, it can overturn a boat of its size or smaller by ramming it as a charge attack. It either will use a set DC or the DC or the check made by the sailor, because an exceptionally skilled sailor would possibly be able to avoid this capsizing. <laughs> Sudi does not fall Sudi into is, this capsizing. Sudi is not. If only Poetry McGee had been Have sailing. The yeah, had the oar. Yep. Uh, of interest, however, is if it's on land, it also gets a trample attack. Oh, well, that makes sense. Wow, um, really? In the water, you're actually a little bit safer from So it is kind of like, like a horse thing, because you can get a trample with yeah, it. Yeah, it will just trample them. So you don't know whether or not you're going to be safe. Well, you'd be in your own element if you're on land, so there's that. Uh, the entire party is currently approximately 30 feet out from the shore in 10 feet deep water, although you're only about 15 feet from the more shallow waters where the reeds are coming up, which is only 5 feet deep. But at the moment, there's a hippo. Cool. Do they have? No, I'm not gonna ask that question. That's a dumb question. Um, <laughs> elemental <more>. resistance, fire. <laughs> um, Is this hippo? Do they have a, a damage reduction? What? I, mean, I don't know. I got another it, question. I don't know. I'm trying to ask something. Animals, so. uh, I mean, do they have special do they defenses? Have special defenses. It possesses a single special defense. Yeah. It sweats. Ow. A hippo's reddish sweat protects it from non-lethal damage from hot environments and grants it a plus two racial bonus on saving throws against non-magical diseases. Weird. Okay. Interesting. Good to know. Not I'm really gonna hit uh, it pertinent. With... Not really pertinent, no. <laughs> I mean, Unless you're planning it... on infecting it with hmm. some disease. I mean, hit it with an ice fist. That sounds fun. Very well. Your hand crackles into ice. Uh, let's see. Where are you? Unarm strike. 25? Very well. A 25 nice. will strike. Is that with the minus two? Oh, uh, 20. Three. Three. Yeah, 23 will still strike. 
23 will strike your target as your fist pumbles down onto the side of this. I imagine enraged hearing the screaming of Isra as it chomps onto her leg. Uh, So I get 10 regular damage and 5 ice. Jeez. I also roll max damage. Except for the ice. It's another time that that favorite enemy animal would come into play. It's true, but that's not what I've got. On Eurus, I will need a swim check. Do it! You can do it! We believe in you. Uh, 11... Okay, maybe not. <laughs> An 11 will fell. You don't sink further. You're mm-hmm. still just beneath the surface. Uh, when you fell in, it is assumed that all of you had basically half a breath. So you have a number of rounds that you can stay underwater equal to your constitution score. Okay. Uh, so felling that on yours washes 10 feet down the river. Oh, no. So if you'll move on yours 10 feet further to the east. Oh, no. On yours. Do you have a move or standard action if you'd like to take either? How far away is this hit right now? You don't know. You can't see. No, you can't see him while you're underwater. So you might as well probably try to swim again. I'm gonna cast fly on myself. Very well. Okay. <laughs> you will need to cast this underwater, so you will need to make a check. Okay. So well, I still get, get a twenty-six. A twenty-six. What level spell? Third. Three. Yeah. A twenty-six will succeed. Okay. You cast fly on yourself. Can I fly? You don't have okay, a move action. That's fine. <laughs> you start flying underwater. You suddenly Fly become way more out buoyant. Of the water is yeah. the plan. Yeah, you suddenly become way more buoyant. Nice. So from Onurus, we cut to Citra. Need to make a swim check. See if I drown, guys. You can do it. You're gonna grab me. <laughs> Are you gonna grab me? Uh, I got a three. A three, you say? Oh yeah. Jesus. Uh, Citra rolls ten more feet down the river. Provoking an attack of opportunity as you move away from the hippo. Yeah, I couldn't grab yeah, her. I, did. I couldn't grab her. It's like an no. attack of opportunity myself. Nope. <laughs> I take the attack of opportunity. A perfect 20 will hit. Yeah. Oh, no. Absolutely not, hippo friend. A 24. Yes. Oh, Jesus. The hippo gets a critical bite as it lashes Holy. over. This thing's about to like bite my leg off. It's about to eat you. Does it get 18 points without critically? Fortunately, I roll relatively low. Relatively. You take 30 points of damage. Ah! As it chomps, ripping into the spew and blood sprays into the water. You said 30? Yes. Yeah, I have 13 hit points. On the plus side, you're further away from it now. You are. You (laughs) at least have that going for you. Oh, that really sucked. Mm. There's not like bull sharks in this river, are there? No, that'd be weird. So I'm I'm just going to have to shoot out this question. I'm going to bet that the answer is a yes. Are you wearing at least 16 pounds worth of gear? I don't know. Well, I mean, I have a handy haversack. Well, gear is like armor. armor probably weighs almost that What kind of armor are you wearing? No, I have a mithril. Mithril chain shirt, I think, think weighs like like 10 pounds. 10 pounds. Plus your your kukris, they're like a pound each, but you only have four, so it's 14. Plus the bag itself has has some weight. Yeah, probably, because I have a mithril chain. I have three kukris and a light crossbow. So probably. Yeah. So what happens is the the current hits you, the undertow pulls you down as you rip back away from this this whatever it is, you still actually haven't seen the hippo. Just something knocked the boat over and then just ripped into your side and all you can hear is thrashing everywhere and distantly on your murmuring spells underwater and you roll, hit the bottom. With 16 pounds worth of gear, you can actually plant your feet as two furrows dig through the silt as you're now standing against the current. Hey, okay. Uh, you can, you can 
choose to either make another move action to attempt a swim check to reach the surface, or feasibly you can actually just start wading your way along the bottom here. I'm gonna I'm gonna wade along the bottom. Okay. I think. For every one square, it's gonna be four squares worth of movement. So you can move at this point. Just it's twenty feet worth of movement. Okay. So you could wade one square. One five, square yeah, over to the side. Feet. So Citra hits the bottom. God. Just kind of goes, oh god, and then little disoriented turns in what she thinks is the direction of the shore. I At the very so. least, you feel like you're walking uphill in this direction. Light filters down from above, although silt's stirred up everywhere, blood is everywhere. You can, Citra, you can see on Eurus back and off towards your side as he seems to be, his eye is glowing and the runes and everything are appearing around him as he's spellcasting. You can also see off towards your other side, Sudi, who's just kind of flailing around, probably still holding the barge pole and trying to stick it into the ground. For a moment, the sun blocks out as the overturned boat just kind of sells over your head before beginning to make its way off down the river. (laughs) That brings us to uh, Amanetris. Run, you fool. Who will make his swim chair. I bet you he can swim. I hope so. (laughs) He swims shockingly well. I should hope so. Swap, 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 swap. He bursts free onto the surface, yells, Hippo! (laughs) (laughs) Duh. (laughs) He will use his other action after he bursts onto the surface. He swims five feet closer to the shore. Okay. And uses his other move action to grab onto one of the leading lines for his boat, trying yeah. to keep it, because you guys have to get back to the other side somehow. Good idea. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, like, grabs onto the leading line for the boat and is, like, holding onto that while trying to paddle with the other hand while looking terrified over his shoulder at the hippo. Good idea. I think it's going to eat me, friend. Just get out of here. <laughs> watch it! <laughs> Help me! You, you owe me. me! Watch it! <laughs> Drew it if watch it with the baby hippo appears, and it's like, the heck? Unhurt. Well, this thing already took one attack of opportunity. Dive, dive, Yeah, he's going to fly by, attack it. So in here, it whips down, dives to the attack. He gets a 21 to bite it as a he flies A 21 by. will strike its target. He does his max four points of damage. Viciously scraping into the hippopotamus. It's in a respectable amount, considering he just, like, bit it. <laughs> yeah, it just kind of, like, thing. rips in <laughs> just over its eye as blood pours down the side of its face. The other side still gouged and scratched by the attack from Isra. So he just kind of zoops, bites, and then keeps going. So sells down, bites, takes off, can ascend up to about 15 feet high as it begins banking wide, turning his good eye back towards it. You know that bird's like, why did I join up with these people? What did (laughs) I do? This is a horrible plan. Horace, what did I do? (laughs) Horace, I need you to talk to your girl and watch it and get this figured out. (laughs) (laughs) I'll need Sudi to make a swim check. All right. Leaving you, Sudi. Oh, I almost got a perfect 20 on it. But still, respectable 21. 21? And Sudi grew up on the down near the docks. Uh, and, yeah, so Sudi used to town, run so. drugs from the Asp District on the south up to Bargetown. So he's actually been on some boats and stuff. Yeah. So he knows a little bit about swimming. Sudi's the only one with a rank and swim in the party, correct? I do have a rank and swim. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, not a lot of people... Well, it sw- it does. In a river full of crocodiles and hippopotami yeah. and everything, not a lot of people swim in this thing. Yeah, That's well, it's, it's also like me as a player, like my big fears are falling off of things and drowning so <laughs> i always put like one rank and swim at least and being a monk you actually have a faster than regular swim speed because yes, you have half of your movement so yes, you'll do. need to use up 10 feet of your swim speed to fight against the current all right and i will surface burst onto the surface we, you still have um, i think five feet of movement left if you want to close on this glancing uh, over you see that yeah there's a massive hippopotamus terror yeah so i river. will i will get next to sagira in the water and then get a punch in on this uh, hippo. We punch it together. Yeah. So Sudi, you splash forward, closing on this. 
All right, here we go. The, uh, the ibis birds burst out from the water and go flying into the air everywhere from the shoreline as the hippo fly, roars fly, at fly. you. Watch it. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go non-lethal because it's a herbivore, so... That's trying to eat your friends, I Sudi. know. Why are you not lethaling this hippo, you crazy it's person? Not, well, it's not immune to non-lethal damage. Um, so I get a 28. It's going to take us so much twenty. You do take a minus two penalty for using bludgeon weapon over, underwater. 26. A 26 will strike your target. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I roll minimum damage for five points of damage, which I believe, is is that halved? It is underwater? Half. Yeah, so half of that. So I do like no, next to nothing. I think on her it might have done more damage than I did. Yes. Sad. This thing is kicking our butt. <laughs> Unfortunately. Well, it is a it is a hippo. <laughs> yeah. So from Sudi, we cut back to the top of the initiative. Isra. She's um, going to need to open up with a uh, swim check. Isra gets a 21. 21? Yeah. She continues to kick with her back legs. I imagine doing that thing where she's like half pulled up on top of this hippo, beginning to like chomp and bite at it. Yep. Uh, and that's a move action, right? Yes. Okay. So then she will bite it again. Dang. So close to a nat 20. Well, it, it's a move action to fight against the current. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 26. A 26 will strike your target. Isra bears in, chomping down with her massive fangs. Yep, she does six points of damage with her bite. Nice. That brings us to the hippo. I mean, this cat's still messing it up. That monk didn't do a whole lot. That ice fist was pretty freaking effective, though. And the woman that he just almost bit in half is already gone. So, yeah, the hippo is going to lunge at Segura. Hmm... You know what? No. Isra's already no. hurt and is on top of My her. My kitty, I'm so no. bad. 18. On the dang nose. All right, so whips oh, around. No. Oh, she's going down. That's what happens. Bites onto her. We are looking at 17 points of damage as she chomps hold. She's not as it chomps hold. Oh, she's man, you made it. One hit point. Woo. Oh, no. <laughs> Israel looks bad as another rent tears into her side and blooded fur mats along her flank. I think I know what she's doing (laughs) next turn. Run. Fleeing? Well, she'll do whatever you command her. She's the most loyal of animals. Well, yeah, I'm not going to make her fight to death. (laughs) (laughs) You two, fight to the death. (laughs) Stupid hippo. The hippo also kind of steps off to the side, getting closer to the shore. From uh, the hippo, we go to Segura. All right. Well, fine. I'm just going to <laughs> swim. All right. So, yeah. You're just <laughs> yeah. Gonna start with swim. Start, start with swimming. Just Escalate swimming. from there. Uh, I get a 19 to swim. All right. Yeah. You continue to paddle against the current. As a side note, it is uh, this since this is flowing water, it is a DC 15 swim check. Oh, okay. So It's yeah, real hard for me to fail that, though. I got a 14 to hit this hippo. A 14 will not strike your target as you lash oh, sorry. out. I rolled your... a 14 on the die. I got a 23. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Jessica. So I even did the math, and then I was like, ah, oh, yes. Oh, wait. That's <laughs> Is that with the minus two for doing bludgeoning? 21. <laughs> 21 will strike your target. <laughs> uh, that's a life. Uh, it's, it's early in the morning, guys, as we record this. Seven plus three, so ten. So ten seven damages. points of regular and three points of cold. And I will tell my kitty to, to down, to go away. Flee. Save yourself, Isra. What command is that? The only one I have is down, and I don't know what that would do in the water. But... Well, down would you just stop attacking. Do you have a, uh, like a, well, you can actually just give the guard 
Because guard is for a location, so you can... I don't have guard, I have defend. Okay. De- uh, what defend all feats, the statue, what go. What tricks does she have? I have attack, flank, track, down, defend, heal, and work. Oh, go get the boat. Yeah, I mean, work. you could issue the point and issue the work command. <laughs> That's what I do. I point at the boat and I say, work. <laughs> All right. All right. She goes, she gets on the boat, she takes a nap. I'm working. On yours, yeah. you'll need to start with this one check just to see if you wash off down. I do. What'd you get? 14. 14? Yeah. You're washed 10 feet further down the river as on yours is just gone at this point. <laughs> the heck is going on? To be fair, just to recap this real quick, Sagira is punching this thing. Isra is on top of this thing. Sagira, you see Sudi burst out of the water next to you and punch into the side of this non-lethally. I'm going to hurt you if you don't hurt me, <laughs> You've completely lost track and it's been about like 10, 15 seconds now and you're just fighting this thing. Both of both Sagira and Sudi look over their shoulder. No sign of Citra are on yours. They went under the water and are just gone. Yeah. Oh, God. It's like uh, that fight with the eye taker all over again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so because of my domain, uh, anytime I cast a fly spell, I, the, the maneuverability goes up by one. Fly is already good. So does that mean I have a perfect fly right now? Uh, yeah, I believe perfect is to step up from good. Okay. Wow. So, cool. So I'm going to like uh, Superman this get out of this water. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's going to make it. <coughs> you can't say that without saying the whole thing. You could just say, pull a Superman. Isn't that as funny? (laughs) Goodness. Because I would like to just, like, shoot straight up out of this water, please. Just say nope. They were all like, when the heck did you learn to do that? (laughs) You burst through the water and there's like, Like, the water, like, shoots about you in slow motion as you fire fire off. The sun, like, reflects off of your golden skin and we're like, maybe he is a bird. (laughs) The, like, Superman theme starts playing. Dun, 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 dun. Since you have a perfect fly now, you get Uh a plus eight bonus on your fly checks. Since you cast the fly spell, you are also adding half of your level. So eight plus you're a five, so two. Yeah, so plus two. So you're basically making a fly check with a plus ten bonus. Okay. If you want to fly straight up, which sounds like what you're wanting to do. Yes, please. It is a DC 20 fly check. I might get to add my dexterity, so. Oh, yeah, I get a 27. 27? All right, so, yeah, if you want, you could fly 15 feet up into the air using 30 feet of your movement. You're wearing medium armor? Yeah, but it's mithril, so my movement speed's 30, so I'd assume that'd be the same for fly, that I only get a 60. Yeah, uh, You're probably not carrying a medium load, are you? So, yeah, you have a 60-foot fly speed then, since you're wearing the mithril breastplate. Sweet. So you can use 30 feet of that to ascend up 15 feet, which would put you 10 feet above the surface of the water. Can I see chaos? Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a boat trying to go past you. There's Isra bleeding God everywhere. Um, I don't think you've ever seen Isra look that bad, but the hippo seems to focus mostly on that. You don't see Citra at all. There's a streaming trail of blood in the water. Um, I saw her a minute ago before I got washed away from her. Yeah. <laughs> she looked pretty bad. You just swoop down and grab that rope that's making our boat go away. Or I can let the cat not die. That too. The cat not dying is great. Well, I'm a, yeah, I'm go, go pick up the cat. But I'm not going to pick her up. Why not? He can't. She weighs too much. Probably. She's pretty heavy. Oh. Um, At the very least, put him in a heavy load or something like that. Probably. Yeah. But. All right, so I need to get close enough to channel. You have 30 feet of movement remaining. After yeah, but I don't want to hit the hippo the with the channel either. Oh, because you don't have selective, do you? Mm-hmm. 
I just need to move forward. So go go forward 15 feet, and I think that's out of range. So shuffling over ten, five feet. Yeah, so you soar up, uh, kind of sell out, take one glance around. Again, flying out, Superman theme. There's uh, a caw. Anybody that's hurt that's not completely under the water, sorry, Citra, uh, gets 12 yeah. hit points back. Yay. And then just like a wash of positive energy flows out of you dramatically. Yeah, yeah there's a burst of light from your eye. Nearby, there's a falcon screech uh, as this falcon continues to circle overhead. There's a wash of positive energy that rolls through as it sort of seems to be revitalized by this. Uh, as on yours channels, we go to Citra, who's down below. Yep. Um, so yeah. I assume I need to swim. You're braced down on the bottom, so you can just wade across the bottom if you so wish. I'm, I'm going to try to do that. Yeah. Uh, if you choose to double move... You could move three squares oh, at that point. Three so squares. Feet. All right. Let's. It's not let's that deep. The water. So that. Yeah, you're you're only ten feet below the surface. Uh, at this point, you've used four rounds of your air. Oh, I might need to go up after this. I've got like two left. Because <laughs> you said we started out with. You, you start out just with your constitution, constitution score. Not half? No, no, no. Your constitution if score. If you take a deep breath, you get double your constitution. I thought you said we got half of that. You no, said we no, got sorry. Like... Just your constitution score. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then I'm probably okay. Yeah, I'm normally down. if you take a full breath, you'll get double your constitution. Because we were surprised, we got half a breath, which is still your constitution score. So you oh, still should I thought have you like said it was half our constitution yeah, score. So you do manage to wade your way forward dragging along under the water, blood pouring everywhere as you slip past, seeing the kicking legs of some of your companions as you're making your way along. The light becomes somewhat brighter as you begin getting closer to the surface, as you think you're probably no more than... You think there's, there's maybe... You're about six and a half feet down. Okay. So, you know, if you're on Eurus height, you could probably kind of, like, hop up and get some air, but... Uh... You're short. Well, I'm not that short. I'm five, six. Yeah. So you're still about a foot under, like your head's about a foot underwater. I'm getting there. <laughs> Crawl my way out. It's you're fine. wading your way towards the surface. So I think you took like half of your hit points and damage from that uh, one critical. More. So, oh, yeah. well. Yeah, yeah that thing it was, brutal. yeah, that was a brutal That kind of took you out of the fight real fast. So Citra goes desperately wading towards the shore. Uh, that brings us to Aminatris, who continues to hold the boat, begins powering and swimming the opposite direction. Like a perfect 20 on his swim check. Yeah. So he is swimming like nothing else. This might not be his first hippo attack. Ooh, he's far away now. So he manages he manages to swim forward before kind of like digging down. You see that he actually plants, since he's about shoulder level in the water, like plants his feet, yells back, keep fighting! And then slings the rope on his shoulder and begins like dragging it towards the shore. Someone in awe of two people literally punching a hippo in the face. <laughs> so brave. Or foolish. We're not sure which it's like, yet. What the heck is wrong with these people? That, that dude's flying. <laughs> this dude's flying. <laughs> this cat's killing this. He was really leery of the cat on the boat to begin with, but now he's appreciating this cat. Bust up, man. On her. He's going to go ahead and fly by again. All right. He flips back around, dives to the attack. The hippo will take the attack of opportunity, but he gets his attack first. On her, it rolls a perfect 20. A perfect hey, 20 will hit son? threat. Roll to confirm. And a 21 to confirm. Nice. A 21 will confirm his critical Highly hit. Highly accurate bird. Uh, on her, it does six points of damage. Ouch. Nice. Digs in viciously. The hippo snaps up as the bird comes <laughs> flying past. Don't eat our bird friend. 20 even. On yours. Oh, yep, that'll hit him. <laughs> no. You just call right. your bird on yours. I said on her it's armor class. <laughs> it all sounds the same to me. Shut up. 
We're looking at 16 points of damage as it snaps up, gouging into the side of the bird. Feathers go flying everywhere as the bird kind of beats its wings viciously to attempt to ascend up. So Sales Pass begins kind of like banking wide around the outside of Onurus as he flies up in the air. The bird's like, caca. <laughs> it's like, finally, friend. Yes. Gives a nod to you. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> This is pretty great. Let's look down on these peons. <laughs> look at them wading around in the water like a bunch of fowl. River fowl. Dang ducks. These ducks. From on Hurt, we go to Sudi. We'll need a swim check. All right. All right, Sudi, I believe in you. Oh, no. Oh, I don't think that was good. Nice. On the table. Oh, no. Oh, no. I roll poorly. I get a 10. A 10 will fell will actually fell by five or more. Goodbye. Meaning that you go under the water and are washed ten feet back down. Sagira so curses so many times. Yeah, that's that was problematic. You can try again if you so wish. I will. So you struggle against the water. Uh, that's much better. I get a 20. A 20 will succeed. That you're just kind of caught in an undertow, probably in some part because this hippo just like splashed to the side. You're getting ready to fight it, and suddenly this bird comes down, gouges across the top of his head, feathers go flying everywhere, and you just freak out. Yeah, so I'll, I'll hit the surface again, and then what? I can go five feet? You would have 10 feet of movement left. Uh, or no, five feet once you hit the surface. Yeah, so uh, I'll go. I'll head towards the shore. I'm going to go behind, but um, at a diagonal, I'm going to go uh, behind Sagira. All right, just so try you to kinda, start getting back into range of it. Yeah, you're kind of circling wide around Sigura. Yeah. That will bring us to Isra, who I imagine looks up towards the sky, gives a, a nod to the bird in appreciation for taking the attack of opportunity. <laughs> yep. And, and then, then kicks off. <laughs> goes over there to help with this boat rope, because that's right. what the command has been. Pull the so, rope back. So, yeah, in. Isra needs to make a swim check. <laughs> uh, Isra gets a nat one. Oh, <laughs> oh no, nine. Isra. Nine. So, yeah, kind of kicks off the hippo. She'll starts to try to swim, but even with the healing magic, her her rear left leg is torn. She'll take a second move action to swim, and she will get a 23 on the that. 23. So did she get washed 10 feet? Yeah, yeah, she gets washed 10 feet down the river and then just kind of surfaces again. I think you said that she has a 50-foot movement speed, yes. so a 25-foot swim. So she bursts onto the surface and can then swim 20 feet over. She can stop next to, what's his name? Yeah, yeah. she'll yeah. go to him because she's trying to get to that rope because her command So there's a, a cat comes paddling past Citra under the water, just kind of waiting up. Yeah, it's probably just enough for like her back feet are kind of hitting the water, but that's still about like three and a half feet deep water, which oh. is pretty deep for, you know, a cat. But yeah. uh, as Isra wades forward, beginning to bite onto the the rope and started to try to like tug it back since you gave her the work command. Yep, that's the, pull that boat. This guy's like, what is up with these people? <laughs> that brings us to the hippo. Oh god. Oh no, hippo. Alright, playtime's over. I'm gonna get eaten by a hippo. It turns to Segura and you know what? It's gonna power attack. Dang oh it. no. It's been doing this hippo needs in its life. <laughs> I, it's yeah, I haven't attack. been hit yet, so maybe I won't die. Yeah, but the hippo's also thinking it's like I'm reliably hitting all these guys. I could power attack. We'll see. It probably will, to be honest. Yikes. TBH. I like that that's the hippo's inner thought dialogue. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. It's a clever hippo. <laughs> I can probably maul these guys pretty good. It'll be fine. Maybe, maybe not. We're only looking at a 19. No, haha. So Hippo. you managed, would a 21 hit out of curiosity? Yes. Oh, uh, that power attack. Uh-huh. Uh, so you managed to like dive out of the way as the hippo splashes water and you look over thinking, 
yeah, you probably don't want to be hit by that because it is covered in blood and feathers and <laughs> fur and everything as it continues to wade after you. Segura. All right, I'm going to swim. I get an 18 to swim. 18? All right. Finally, someone passed. It's I'm been kind of a rough day for swimming for you guys. All right, and then I'm going to punch this hippo. <laughs> Ice I also like to think that Sagira is doing all of this because she doesn't have any swimming experience. She's doing the doggy paddle, like, viciously swimming yes. after yes. this. Little, little, like, uh, ice cubes coming out of her fist. It's <laughs> yeah. all icy. <laughs> It's just the, the ice keeps getting thicker and thicker across her hands oh, as it's like right. she's swimming around in giant mittens. <laughs> yes. Uh, with the minus two, she gets a 23 to hit the hippo. The 23 will still Dang. punch this hippo with the side of its hippo face. You're really angry about your cat. How dare it? Uh, that's seven and one cold, so eight. So seven points of regular, one point of cold. If I didn't have to spend my move action swimming, I could hit it two times. That's true, but unfortunately this current... Like, if the current was washing all of you down, you could have one of those dramatic river fights where you're just washing yeah. down the right waters and punching Punching each other. This hippo's not moving. No, he's, he's pretty well planted. The hippo only gets one attack per round. Well, and the hippo's got size on its side. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's basically standing in the water here. <laughs> hippos are pretty big. From Sagira punching this hippo in the side of the face, we go to Onurus. So, surveilling the battlefield from on high, Sagira's um, <laughs> punching this thing. Sudi went under for a second, but then you see his ears kind of poke up like shark fins. <laughs> <as he goes laughs> <through. laughs> uh, her, it circles around past you, although it's bleeding rather badly uh, mm-hmm. from a vicious gash from one of these things' massive teeth. Still no sign of Citra, as you look like nervously down. Uh, Citra's practically like under the boat right now, so you know even from the surface. You see uh, your new buddy uh, Amenetris waiting, so he's safe onto the shore. And then you see Isra burst free from the water, grabbing onto the rope line and beginning to tug. Oh, and there's a hippo. Oh yeah, it's covered in weirdness. (laughs) So you're either going to need to make a flight check to hover or continue moving. What's the DC to hover since I have the perfect fly? It's only a DC 15, so if you have perfect fly, it's almost impossible to fill that. Almost. All right, I'm just going to hover. All right. So DC 15 fly check. I make With it. your huge bonuses from yes, Perfect Fly I and everything else. Yes, I make it. You get that bonus from your feather domain, don't you? What? The bonus to your maneuverability. Yeah, it's uh, anytime I cast a fly spell, the the category of the fly is one step higher. So like even for things like overland flight and mm-hmm. stuff like that? That's neat. Anytime that's I cool. cast a fly spell. That's pretty nice. It's pretty cool. Um, I'm an Andy later, I bet. All right, I'm going to cast Sound Burst at this hippo, but I need to aim it at a square that's not going to hit. You could shoot past the opposite side of this. All right, so the hippo needs to make a fortitude save. DC 17. Come on, hippo, no fortitude. Yeah, please. <laughs> I'm sure this giant animal has really poor fortitude. Uh, Unlikely. A fortitude save, you said? Yes. We're looking at a 25. No, so it's not stunned, <laughs> but it still takes eight points of so- or seven points of sonic damage, sorry. All right. Uh, there's still a detonating blast of sonic force on the opposite side of it. Sagara looks around like, what the? Oh, he's a bird now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, he's... He's kind of hovering there, a golden beacon shining yeah. in the noonday sun <laughs> with water streaming off of him like Osiris risen up from the reeds. That guy. Although Osiris is green. Anyway. So dramatic. Onurus <laughs> is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all of you peons without your magic. <laughs> you I know marshals. one spell. <laughs> hey, my cat can do some magic. <laughs> Guidance. Guidance uh, speaking of, Citra. 
gonna wade my way to the shore. All right. Uh, with a double move, you could burst entirely free uh-huh. from the river and oh, actually good. get like almost up onto the shore to the point you just kind of push past the ga- cat, gasping, holding your side from your vicious cut. The whole party's accounted for now. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, I'm also bleeding profusely from the jagged wounds in my body. <laughs> Probably like, just like, this is why I don't go in the river. <laughs> weirdly cylindrical bite marks, like the teeth are just weird cylinders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like hungry hippo teeth. Why do herbivores have such huge teeth? All the grinding. Uh, so Citra is almost practically out of like your five feet. Of, actually, you're less than that. You're like three or four feet away from being just on the island at this point. You're only standing at about mid calf. Okay, so, good. Because I was going to say I did break surface, right? <laughs> yeah, no, you're you're almost entirely out of the water. As okay. You just kind of push past the cat who's trying to pull this thing, also bleeding everywhere. I think this is the first time Citra can look back and survey the battlefield and go, "Oh, oh. Honduras is flying." Also, yeah, Segura and Sudi are like headlocking this hippo. With <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go to sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. That brings us to Amanetris. He wades his way onto shore, right, wraps the uh, the rope around, basically grabbing it around his arm, so it's wrapped once around his forearm and beginning to try to tug. Hey, it's just helping. Oh, oh, you're good. He glances over towards Citra. Good. She glances down at all of the blood and goes, "Oh, oh that's really no. bad." <laughs> Uh, sorry? <laughs> you don't have a first aid kit on this boat? <laughs> if they did, it's probably in the water. Yep. It's all soggy. Oh, you're going to be so infected. we got to heal that. No, there's blood everywhere. There's a like, giant red patch going through the <laughs> river right here. Crocodiles are coming. Yep. They'll smell it unhurt. Yeah. That hippo messed him up pretty good. Don't get eaten. Is he just going to circle? You give him the... Uh, Circle. The heal command. He's just going to cast Guidance on Onuris. Cool. Uh, so he will need to make a fly check to hover because he has to use a four-round action to... 26. 26? Yeah. So he just kind of hovers, reaches out with one clawed talon, and pats you on the side. <laughs> he daps you up. <laughs> oh, my God. A little bird dap. Uh, from Onuris, we go to Sudi. All right. Swimming. You can do it, Sudi. I can do it. Swim, Sudi. I can go the distance. Uh, 18 to uh, swim. All right. So. I'm getting up next to that hippo. Yeah. So put me up next to the hippo. I switch to lethal punching. Thank you. Thank you for this. Yes. I will lethally punch it. It's like hitting a boxing uh, thingy. Man. I don't know about that. That's a 13. 13 will not hit the uh, hippo. I just imagine hitting it feels like hitting one of those bags. Oh, yeah. No. It's like, it's like well, it's like punching into like a piece, just a piece of meat and fat like a like Rocky Balboa style yeah 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 uh, that brings us to the top of the initiative where Isra is Isra pulls um, the boat she can wade onto the shore uh, without needing to roll or anything else she just pulls herself onto shore bites onto the edge of the rope and can make a strength check okay she gets a 19 19 yeah so she kind of clamps onto the other end the man nervously glances down towards the panther but just kind of nods and the two of them start to pull the <laughs> boat up towards the shore nice Teamwork. That brings us to the hippo. Oh, boy. (laughs) It will let out a roar. It will chomp at Segura. I've done nothing to it, basically. Power attack. Okay. Yeah, I've done nothing to it, so makes sense. Although it really should have. Oh, no. 27. Yeah, that definitely hits. I haven't been hit yet. Yeah. Have you been hit yet? No. Although. That is 22 points of damage as oh. it chomps onto you. Yikes. 
Ow. It then submerges uh, and provokes two attacks of opportunity okay. as it starts wading its way away from all of you. Uh, it's trying to flee. Uh, Sudi gets a 13, or 11, even worse. Yeah, yeah so Sudi kind of tries kicking out of it. But I get a 25 with my minus two. A 25 will strike your target as you just kind of so dab- dive underwater, punch down at it. Uh, eight points total of damage. Eight points of damage as you punch into the back of this hippo. Oh, did you get it? Oh, no, it swims oh. away. No, it's, he's fleeing. Oh, I thought he was uh, about to trotting, take it up. It's trotting down across the bottom of the water now as it begins to make its way off. Bring us to Segura. Not worth it. Not worth I'm it. I'm going to swim toward the shore. There All we right, go. All right, so swim check. <laughs> There's a long, thoughtful stare <laughs> from Jessica. <laughs> How much do I want some hippo skin boots? <laughs> oh, I was just thinking that could feed us for a long time. Uh, Twenty-one swimming. To be fair, you don't want to leave there there after the second or after the next call pulse and find the undead hippo running around. That's yeah. fair. That is true. Uh, that will succeed though. Yay, so uh, since you're not swimming against the current, you can actually just let it carry you like, down and then move. As a full round action, you can swim up to your character's movement speed. So that would just kind of deposit you next to Citra. So you swim hard, making your way towards the shore, splashing and getting your feet under you. I imagine helping to kind of grab onto the back of Citra's shirt and kind of pulling her forward as she seems to be yep. struggling, spent, <laughs> shaking the ice off of your hands. Yeah, I do drop that. On yours. I'm going to fly towards the shore. <laughs> on yours flies towards the sh- shore. Lands gently, billowing. I mean, Is I'll... anyone planning on pursuing this hippo? No. no. I'll land next to our friend... Amenetris and start helping pull the boat up. So I guess the question is, can Sudi make his swim check? Uh, taking <laughs> oh 10. gosh, y'all left Sudi out yeah, there. No, no, good news, everyone. Taking 10, I get a 17. So as long as I'm not threatened, yeah. no problem. After a couple of seconds, you'll see that that's not kind of a threat. You kind of relax yourself and then just paddle your way back onto shore. Woohoo, we did it. And I suppose take a breather as you all pull the boat kind of flip it back onto its bottom as you pull it up onto shore. Do, uh, we, uh, do we think that hippo's done? Is it going to come back? Well, if it does, <laughs> we're at least not on the, in the water, so it shouldn't be as effective. And they're no, just as dangerous on, on land. Seriously? It can trample you. Wow. Okay. I think Citra's probably looking a little pale right now. Well, honey, me too. <laughs> I'm at half health. Everyone looks at the cleric. Also, Isra's still at half health. Yeah. <laughs> Sonyris is like, what? <laughs> cure us! You cure us, cleric man! <laughs> not anyone's voice in this party. No. No. No, it's not. All right, on Yersel channel, everybody gets 16. How's everybody looking after that? Uh, Isra could use, like, a light. Sagira's fine. I didn't get hit, so I'm good. I'm yeah. still down 14. I'm a Metris is uninjured. All right. Uh, I'll boop Isra with the wand. She gets seven back. He'll actually cast a Cure Light Wounds, and you get 13 back, so... Sweet. Skira takes her scarf off and wrings it out. <laughs> well, that was fun. Yes. You find fun. I mean, I guess flying is fun. That seems fun. You look like you enjoyed yourself. It's not fair. I want to fly. <laughs> it looks so much fun. Maybe one day he'll make you fly. That would be cool. <laughs> if necessary, I could do that. Why does it have to be necessary? It could just be fun. 
One day when we have time to just <laughs> One day off. when we're not about to die, we can experiment with that. At the end of this Never. adventure. <laughs> I was going to say. Everyone flies for one day. <laughs> By then not on stop your until you're dead. Okay. It's, it's like an episode of The Good Place where they're like, we're all going flying. Yes. <laughs> By then it'll be a pretty low level spell for on yours. I was going to say, okay, it's just fine. like, oh, no, come cool. here. Come here, I'll let you fly. Here you go. <laughs> one for you, one for this guy. We just need to fight like one flying wizard. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Sudi takes an eye and looks at the Sphinx. Very well. You eye up the Sphinx. I'm taking my boots off and dumping the silty, gross water out of them. Do we manage to get the boat back onto shore? Yes. Ominous just you know, coughs up some water. You all help him drag the boat onto shore. Well, that, that was, uh, that was unfortunate. We, uh, we, we probably just entered into this hippo's territory when i come back to pick you up i'll do so towards the the far eastern end of the island we can hopefully avoid the creature sounds good uh, but it did exceptionally well so um, thank you thank you all uh-huh. anytime not the problem so did we end up in the right spot well we're on the island so you should be able to reach ubet's folly from here okay. i'll uh dry out the boat and uh you know he pulls out a bundle of now soggy wood uh, leaving it out far enough away from the shore so that it's not going to get damp or anything from the uh, incoming water. And once this dries out, you can light a signal fire. I'll see it from the opposite shore, and I can take you back if you come back through this way. All right. Thank you. All right. Yes, of course. Uh, I think I can say for uh, all of our sakes, I wish you well. Indeed. I'll take it. He then kicks off waves happily towards all of you as he makes his way off back towards the shore and safety and security and Wati and all of you turn and glance up towards the massive fortress. I assume beginning to ascend up the... You're down towards kind of the beach here. The This island is mostly rocky with cliffs on its side, although cliffs is a bit of an exaggeration. A 15-foot rise of rock that this structure sits on top of. So you kind of have to wade your way around the outside of this to begin to approach the Sphinx-like fortress from its front. This doesn't take you more than about 15 minutes or so of walking along the beach, you know, shaking out your shoes. You don't have a wizard, so there's no prestidigitation or anything. You're just yeah, soppy just and wet. wet. I mean, it's warm. Yeah. It's not too unpleasant. There's a cool cross breeze. A few palms just kind of rattle in the wind, although there aren't very... All the trees here are pretty stunted. There's not a whole lot of ground here for them to really take root in. And there's a variety of different shrub brush. And the grass here is thick and coarse. Keep an eye out for snakes. Reaching the eastern portion of the island, you see that there's the pylons that remain from what was once a dock here. Although the wood that actually comprises the dock has decayed or collapsed into nothing. Just leaving the remnants of where the dock once was. You think, judging by the lack of vegetation that there probably was a cobblestone road or path, although this is covered entirely, although more likely than not just by a thin film of sand and dirt to the point that nothing can actually take purchase or grow here, but you still actually can't see the stones just beneath the surface. Turning towards the west, you can see the large structure that towers on the far side of this island. Following this path towards it is almost a straight line. A number of obelisks, each one of these about half the size of the Spire of Phrasma, line the road off towards your right and left, six on each side for 12 in total. Each one of these obelisks are capped with what seems to at one point probably been a gold cap, although you're going to guess enterprising thieves over the years have gotten out to this island regardless of the rumors of sphinxes and hauntings and such, and scraped away the gold. 
In front of each one of these is a statue of a lion. These lion statues are no more than about five feet in overall length and simply line the path six off towards your right, six off towards your left as you make your way between the two paws of the massive Sphinx statue. Each one of these lions seem to be relaxed. Their legs, their back legs are tucked under them. Their four legs and paws stick out on either side, just kind of coming straight forward. Each of their four paws drip down over the front of the stone that they're built into. And interestingly enough, their claws are out as if they're Hmm. gripping onto the front of this, either in preparation of a leap or sharpening their claws in the stone in preparation of defending this place. So Garrett eyes them warily, uh, remembering gonna, that time I was going to say, I was just players were like, golems? You don't know whose face adorns the Sphinx. Can I make a knowledge history or nobility? No, I will actually let you make a uh, profession curator. I get a 31. Uh, with okay. a 31. You don't, in fact, know if this is meant to be a specific person. The ancient Osirians... Most of their art style didn't necessarily depict the person exactly. Because otherwise, every pharaoh that has ever been depicted ever is exceptionally strong, well-fit, tall, with a thin waist and broad shoulders. And it's very rare that they would actually be depicted unless there was like a prominent feature. Like there are a couple of uh, pharaohs who had very prominent noses or very prominent features. But this one seems to be... It's the standard proportions that you would see in most statues. The fine jaw, the somewhat pursed lips that has just kind of the faintest hint of a smile to them. Uh, the eyes that give them a mix between, oddly between benevolence and condescension. As that kind of expression that a noble would have in their eyes as they're giving food out to the poor. Where it's like, I'm being benevolent, but I'm still looking down on you. Mm-hmm. The only thing that's really interesting about this is the, the crown of the Sphinx here, unlike what would actually be on a pharaoh seems to or does not bear the uraeus it does not have the snake sickle above his head and as such you don't think that this is probably a depiction of a pharaoh it could possibly be a depiction of a sphinx Hmm. as you approach the structure you find time has done to this fortress what the armies of men could not time has breached its walls Portions of the structure, despite the fact that they are dwarven crafted, and considering the fact that the desert dwarfs, the Ta, are, even amongst the, the dwarven people, are renowned for their building of fine structures such as this. Dwarves are known for building things that last a long time. The dwarves that constructed the ancient Osirian structures and monolithic buildings are even more renowned. This one, however, seems to have been given over to the decay of time, and at portions has collapsed. This doesn't seem to be as prominent except for on its furthest side, on its northern face, where it seems to have collapsed pretty extensively. But the head still stands prominent. You guess, unlike many of the other Sphinx-like designs, this one is hollow. It is not a single solid stone to last out the eons. It actually was built around an existing fortress. A wide set of doors is built into the chest of the Sphinx between its legs. These doors stand wide open. Uh, more of just an open archway with two pillars to support it on either side. On either side of this door are two statues. These depicting, once again, pharaohs. Um, although in this case, seated in high chairs with their palms laying flat on their knees, staring forward for all of eternity. The one on the left is of a phronic man. The one on the right is of a phronic woman. Knowledge? You may go ahead and make me a knowledge nobility. Uh, feasible anyone that has them may. 25. 25? Again... You don't see any signs of cartouches. That's weird, yo. You don't know if these are just meant to represent the pharaohs as a whole, 
approaching closer to them, anyone that wishes may make me a knowledge religion. Yep, mm. I shall. Get a 12. Yeah, I get a 7. 29. With your 29, and Citra half of this, even without Citra's knowledge religion, as you begin to approach closer, you recognize that the figure on the left is a depiction of Osiris. Oh, good boy. Yeah, I would know that. Yes. <laughs> Sitting on his throne as such, and Onuris can make this assumption fairly quickly, but glancing off towards the right, statue on the right must therefore be Isis. Oh, Osiris. And Isis. Mm-hmm. Is that pretty common for these to have that? Sooty shrugs, he has no idea. Well, all along the River Sphinx venerate the you know, effectively king and queen of the gods, the first pharaoh and his wife. He also brings all the good things of the flood. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Flood boy. Passing between these two statues, you make your way into an entry courtyard. Pillars line the surrounding walls. Uh, this courtyard runs long. From where you stand to the opposite side, you'd say it's probably the better part of maybe 150 feet. This is determinate due to the fact that, and mind you, none of you have ever done a flyby of Ubet's Folly. The back of the Sphinx apparently is just an open skylight to allow light down into the central courtyard. That's cool. Sand is piled up here, and at one point this was probably for the soldiers that once garrisoned here a, a rallying yard and a training yard. For the dwarves who came here after that, you're going to guess that they probably kept it much the same or kept it for their own training or preparations. A well occupies the uh, right-hand side as you make your way in. You see that there are numerous passages that branch off from here into the rest of the structure. There's an overhang from where the second floor hangs out over here, and you can see balconies along a second floor area which overlook this lower courtyard. Each of these are supported by numerous pillars that, judging by the flecks of paint that are still put to see on some, at one point were probably red. Hmm. Hieroglyphs line the surrounding walls. Many of these seem to depict the hieroglyphic depiction of dwarves, constructing massive structure or giving veneration and honor to their gods, as well as the gods of the ancient world. You have a moment to take all of this in. Uh-oh. Uh, there are at least eight different paths branching off. This is cool. Yikes. We should live here when we're done. You re- remodel it. You really like sphinxes. I don't think that that's exactly how that works. Ugh. You don't just get to claim a sphinx statue for yourself. It's pretty cool. I'm pretty sure the city owns the structure. Well, I mean, as a reward for saving the city, we could <laughs> fix this thing up. It's pretty cool. It's a real <laughs> fixer-upper. Yeah. I'm sure you're somewhat concerned about the, uh, you can only guess, almost innumerable dwarves buried into the walls uh, down yeah, below. Yeah, well, we'll figure that out. But right now, like, this is pretty nice. Mm, it's oddly empty. I like all the cats. What did you expect? Well, I mean, the couples probably went all the way out here. Snakes is what I expected. Some type of undead, most likely. Weren't we told there were a bunch of snakes here? You were warned that the island has a fair number of snakes. I look around for snakes. You don't see any right now. As you watch... The darkness on the far side of this chamber seems to shift as something moves. Stepping into the light here, you see a massive leonine form. Kidding. That of what actually appears to be a large lion. A lion close to the size of a horse. Unlike a standard tawny lion, however, this one has brilliant white fur. She stops sits on her haunches as the lion looks out over all of you. I've been expecting you. The lion states. Cool. Everyone heard that, right? Yeah, it speaks. 
She. Okay. Uh, hello. My name is Sudi Kantar. This is Sagira. And on yours and Citra. On your size. And on her. If she says she's been Israel? waiting for us, I think she probably knows who we are. Maybe. I knew that you would come, but not you. Who are you? I am a guardian. Of this place? Of many. I will provide to you questions. Questions of what? And in turn, I will set you on your course. The lion flexes her claws, seemingly on reflex, reminding you of the statues outside. And what exactly are your questions? And what happens if we don't have an answer? Let us begin. Next week. Oh. 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 Oh.